Hello, friends, and welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. I'd like to say hello to Penny, Jojo, and Rory. Mommy and Daddy love you to the moon and back. Happy belated birthday to Ellie, who turned seven on June 3rd. Love Mom, Dad, and Brayden. They love you so much. Happy belated birthday to Eric, a.k.a. Dada, who turned 50 on May 31st, and Josiah, who turned 9, way back on March 4th. Happy belated birthday to Aviva, who turned 6 on June 5th. Happy birthday to Genevieve on June 6th. Happy birthday to Beckett in Washington, who is turning eight on June 6th. Mom, Blake, and all your furry siblings love you so much. Happy birthday to Avery, who has a birthday June 8th. Happy birthday to Roman from Alberta, who is turning six on June 3rd. Love mommy, daddy, and parsley. Happy birthday to Delilah Rose from Sunshine Coast, Australia who is turning 10 on June 8th. Happy birthday to Berta from Elbow Park in Calgary, Alberta, who is turning nine years old on June 8th. Happy birthday to Eloise, who is turning five on June 8th. Mom and dad love you so much, kiddo. Happy birthday to Everett, who is turning six on June 9th. Happy birthday to Amelia, who is turning six on June 9th, from Mommy, Daddy, and Paul. Happy birthday to Clementine, who lives in Aptos, California, who is turning five on June 9th. Happy birthday to Adri from Irving, Texas, who is turning eight on June 10th. Happy birthday to Sienna, who is turning nine on June 10th, from your mom and dad who love you to the moon and back. Happy birthday to Utame, who will be 10 on June 11th. Happy birthday to Elijah from Canada, who is turning nine on June 11th. And happy birthday to Sarah from Abu Dhabi, who is turning 11 on June 15th. Happy birthday to you all. I hope you have a wonderful day. Shoutouts and birthday wishes are one way we give thanks to our supporters. If you would like to support us and receive more bedtime entertainment like this, all ad-free, please visit our support page at sleeptightstories.org support. Thank you. Bernice is home from school, and something smells super yummy. Papa has made some new cookies, and they are delicious. Bernice tells Papa about her day and how her ideas of what she'd like to be have changed. Bernice wants to be a runner or a painter. Hi, Papa, I'm home, yelled Bernice as she ran in the front door of their small house, 
making sure she didn't slam the door because she didn't like to make the house shake. Oh, Papa, I think I could smell something yummy all the way from school, and it's super strong now. If you are making cookies, they must be the best cookies on earth. I am making cookies, little bear. Come join me in the kitchen and we can have a treat. Bernice quickly took off her sneakers, which were now part pink, part white, and part purple, after an art class mistake that put paint all over them, and ran into the kitchen. Papa, those cookies are super yummy smelling. My belly is gurgling, and I think I might be drooling. <laughs> okay, little bear. Let's let them cool a little longer before we eat them. It's a beautiful day outside, isn't it? It's a perfect day, Papa. And we have some flowers blooming at the front of our house. They look really nice and smell really nice, too. What kind of flowers are they? Those are tulips. Mama planted them. They are one of her favorite flowers. Why don't you wash your hands and have a seat while I get us some cookies and milk for our treat? With her mouth half full of cookies, Bernice asked, What kind of cookies are they, Papa? They are delicious and different. You shouldn't talk with your mouth full, little bear. I made coconut cookies today. I am happy with how they turned out. I might just have to have a couple more than usual. Papa Bear said with a smile. So, tell me all about your day. Taking a drink of milk, Bernice said, It was a good day today. I got a high mark on my math test, and science class was fun. We are learning more about how plants grow and stuff. Bobby was kind of bored in class because he wanted to return to studying dinosaurs and other stuff. Though... Math is my favorite class right now. I like learning about plants because we use what we learn in our garden that we are growing outside of school. I'm glad you are enjoying science, little bear, and I am happy that you did so well on your math test. I'm a bit late planting our garden this year, so you and I can do that this weekend if the weather is nice. Sure, Papa, that would be great. Can we plant some coconut trees in the backyard so that we can make more coconut cookies? That's a great idea, but I'm afraid the tree would not survive our winter. And I don't know for sure, but I think it takes time for them to grow. We could pick some plants that are better suited to our environment. What else happened in school today? Gertrude forgot her lunch today. She said she left her house in a rush and left it on her kitchen table. She says her dog will likely eat it now. Bobby and I shared our lunch with her because we are friends, and friends always help friends. Bobby always takes so much food, Papa. He had a big sandwich, an apple, a pudding, a banana, some crackers, some kind of protein bar, and some of the cookies you gave him. Ha <laughs> he's a growing boy, I guess. He wouldn't share your cookies, Papa, because he said he loved them too much. Oh, yeah, and after lunch, we had our art show. 
You and Mama and all the other parents get to come next week and see. And guess what, Papa? I came in second. But you will never guess who came in first. Was it Gertrude? Nope. Was it Nika or Eleanor? Nope. It was Bobby, Papa. Bobby got the award for best painting. Isn't that so super cool? Good for Bobby. I would never have guessed, Papa Bear said, smiling. When Bobby joined the art exhibition activity, all he could draw was stick dinosaurs and exploding volcanoes and stuff. Now he is painting spring flowers, and they are really good. I'm happy for him, little bear. Me too. And guess what, Papa? We had another race today, and I won again. The coach asked me to join the track and field team for the fall. She said I will need to keep running over the summer, so I guess I will. But I still want to swim and go for bike rides with you, Papa. Maybe Mama can help you with your running, little bear. She is training for a marathon at the moment. That's a good idea. As long as it won't hurt her feelings, I might run faster than her. I would never want to hurt Mama's feelings. I'm sure she would be very happy if you ran faster than her, little bear, Papa Bear said with a laugh. Why don't you do a little review for your upcoming tests while I make us some dinner? Thank you for the delicious cookies, Papa. It's that time, Papa, said Bernice. And what time is that, little bear, replied her Papa. The time you read me a story, silly. But Papa, Ducky and I were thinking when we had a bath. I have always wanted to be a scientist. But do you think I could be an artist or a runner? I am getting faster and faster at running. If I keep getting faster, maybe I can go to the Olympics. Or if I keep winning art prizes, maybe I can be a famous painter. I could be the first to do all three. I think you can be anything you want to be, little bear. Getting good at art or anything you want to do just takes time and thoughtful practice. And you work hard and improve. And that's all that matters to me. And having fun, right? And having fun. It's important to have fun and try many different things. Did you try many different things, Papa? I certainly did. And I still do. I love learning new things. Like new cookie recipes, right? Bernice said with a smile. Ha <laughs> ha, yes, that's right. Now, did you do all the things you need to do before bed? I think so. I had a soapy bath, put on a clean sleeping shirt, brushed my teeth, and did some stretches. Are you comfy and warm? Yes, Papa. How about Twigga, Wolfie, and Madeline? Are they ready for a story? I think they are. Okay, give me a big hug and a kiss, and I'll tell you a short story with Pixie, our favorite gnome.
Once upon a time, in a world full of magic and fun, there lived a brave little bear named Boo Boo. She lived in a large castle at the edge of a mystical forest. In this forest were unicorns, fairies, pixies, gnomes, and all manner of insects, birds, and animals. It was a wonderful place. Her best friend was a young dragon called Kai Kai, and they liked to play as much as they could. The kingdom they lived in was full of people who lived in the meadows, people who lived in the hills, and those who lived in the forest, and they all lived in harmony. On this day, Boo Boo, Kai Kai, Blue Bell, and a few other young fairies and gnomes gathered at Bixie's place in the forest to hear some stories. It's great that you are all here today, and thank you for bringing me some fresh tea leaves. Life without tea just wouldn't be the same. Tea and sweet biscuits, Kai Kai interjected. Ha ha, yes, Kai Kai. Sweet biscuits are important too. I know I promised you all some stories today, but I wanted to first share what the Academy looked like many years ago before it was changed to what you know today. At that time, I lived in a cozy burrow, and every day I would get up with the sounding of the first bell. The kingdom had bells, telling everyone to get up and work then. A much stricter time, you see. The air in the morning was often filled with a hint of wildflowers and the sweet scent of morning dew. I can still smell that scent to this day. Whenever I stepped outside, I would be surrounded by a flurry of magical creatures that called the forest their home. Fairies with their fluttering wings would fly about, their singing like the tinkling of tiny bells. Their flight would leave behind a shimmering trail of magical dust, something which you don't see as much today. It's not in fashion, it seems. But you fairies would know more about that than I. Looking up as I went to the academy, I often saw magnificent dragons soaring over ahead, many more than today. I taught your father, Kai Kai. He was a wonderful student and a powerful dragon. The forest and meadows were full of people and creatures at that time of day. Everyone seemed so busy. Many are still today, of course, but people and creatures are much more relaxed now. Now, while they weren't my favorite students at the time, I did love meeting groups of pixies on my walk. Their giggles would always cheer me up, no matter my mood. Pixies in those days wore a tiny crown made of daisies or daffodils atop their heads. And of course, they would tease. Some would fly about tugging on my beard that I had at the time. Along the way, I would encounter many of the other magical animals of the mystical forest 
all going to their respective schools. The unicorns were always the fastest runners, though the talking squirrels came a close second. So it wasn't drastically different than today, but much more crowded, as everyone sought the safety of the forest near the castle. It wouldn't take long before I would arrive at the academy. It stood tall and proud at the edge of the mystical forest. Its moss-covered stones blended seamlessly with the surroundings as if it grew from the forest itself. The academy had massive wooden doors adorned with intricate carvings of all the creatures of the realm. Above the entrance, a grand archway held ancient symbols hinting at the wisdom contained within its huge library of text. The academy itself was a beautiful piece of architecture and much nicer, I would argue, than its replacement. Its wings and towers reached towards the sky, punctuated by turrets crowned with weathered copper roofs. Stained glass windows depicting scenes of creatures of old and landscapes from lands far beyond our kingdom cast color on the walls and floors inside. When you stepped inside the courtyard, you would find yourself standing in a lush green and purple grass. Flower beds dotted the landscape with blooms of every color imaginable, no matter the season. Statues of past instructors and academics stood as sentinels, watching over the bustling activity of students. It was such an impressive sight. Inside the academy, the corridors were weathered from generations of students walking to and fro. And if you listened closely enough, you might hear the whispers of students past. We didn't have magic then like we do now, so there were pot lamps lighting the otherwise dark hallways. The air carried the scent of old books, ink, parchment, and the occasional herb or flower from the many botany classes. My classroom was a wonder. All the wooden desks were adorned with quills, ink pots, and stacks of parchment, none of the modern conveniences we have today. Shelves lined the walls, showcasing an immense collection of books. I had a large collection of magical artifacts, crystal orbs, and maps created by fairies on my desk. But why did the Academy change? It sounds, from your brief description, like a great school, Boo asked. That's a story for another time. You should remember from your studies that our kingdom wasn't always harmonious. There was a time when magic wasn't used for good, as it is today. There weren't any chocolate trees, I guess, Kai Kai asked. Oh, Kai Kai, always thinking with your stomach. But you are correct, there were no chocolate trees then. 
I'm afraid our history books don't talk much about ancient times, Bluebell said. I look forward to you telling us all about it. And with that, Papa Bear blew Bernice a kiss, adjusted her blanket, turned off her lamp, and quietly whispered, I love you, little bear. And that is the end of our story. Good night. Sleep tight. <laughs>